Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Savvy Scribe Podcast. A podcast for healthcare professionals who are interested in starting their own health writing businesses. I'm Janine, a registered nurse and your host. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, mom to these two incredible boys, wife to my best friend, and owner of two crazy Great Danes. I help nurses discover freelance writing as an extra income opportunity with help from my guests. Join us over on Facebook in the group Savvy Nurse Writer Community or SavvyNurseWriter.com to join our course and membership to create your own profitable writing business. Enjoy the show! Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I am with my friend Deanna Gillingham on this episode. And you might have heard her in past episodes, and you're going to hear her in future ones because we did a batching of content when I was in Mexico this past March. So she and I set up our microphones and we basically had a conversation back and forth about different topics. So you're going to hear this week's topic and soon enough you'll be hearing more and more from Deanna and I. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast episode and a little bit about Deanna. She owns the Stay at Home Nurse podcast. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, you need to. And she and I have been friends for a while um, virtually and we only just met up last year when she came up here to Ohio and we got to hang out for a while and then my family and I went down to Mexico. So I'm just saying you can make some great friends online. We've been friends for many years now, and I really, really enjoy our friendship and our business talk. So I hope you enjoy it as well. So today we're going to talk about how to use 15 hours a week to build your side hustle or your business. So this is a concept that I first learned about from Dan Miller, and he talked about using 15 hours a week to build your side hustle if you are trying to go from from employee to entrepreneur. And it's something that really, I really like it because it kind of breaks it down. He talks about using three hours for reading, studying, and gathering new knowledge. That's about 20% of your time. Using five hours for creating content, such as working on your book or your course or your coaching packages, that would be about 33% of your time. Using four hours a week on directly working with your clients and three hours a week for like marketing efforts, just building your brand and building your reputation. So Janina and I are going to talk today about how we did this and how we now coach our clients to do this. So Janine, I'm going to let you start off. So what we're going to do, I'm going to start with my business and when I started off what I was doing, and then I'm going to throw in what I also should have been doing (laughs) to grow even faster. So starting with that three hours of reading, studying, and gathering new knowledge, I would definitely do a lot of audiobooks and a lot of um, podcasting, like listening to podcasts, because I would listen on my way to and from work on either of those. So I have like a 20-minute commute, so obviously 40 minutes, three days a week would give me well beyond my 30 hours or three hours, because I would also listen on walks and such, you know, washing dishes, whatever it was, those mindless activities you do at home. 
what I could have been doing or should have been doing, I should have invested in a course and had that all just given right to me instead of just trying to find the answers everywhere. How about you, Deanna? Wow. I think we were, um, we didn't know each other back then, but we were doing a lot of the same things. So I was listening to podcasts on my commute. So when I was still working um, outside of the home, I had a two hour commute every day, an hour each way. And it was basically podcast university. I would just listen to the podcast or I would listen to an audio book. When I started working from home, it would, the time I was using walking the dogs, which was, that was, you know, a good 45 minutes to an hour a day. So I was definitely getting in more than three hours a day. As far as what I should have done, um, I would agree with you with co- with courses, and I would also say if I would have had a coach, I think I would have had I wouldn't have had to listen to so much because I would have known what to listen to. So I was just listening to every single thing I could find if it if I even thought it might be of value or not. And I think I probably clogged up my head a lot with things that I didn't need to know. So now, now I believe in just in time learning. So if I'm going to be doing something, I want to learn about what I'm doing and then do it and use it right then. But that time I was just learning about everything that I might ever need to know in my business. And it was really kind of clogging things up. I see you shaking your head. Yeah. So I totally agree with that. I, and there's a point where I could see it stopping me from moving forward, from just learning everything and getting like overwhelmed and whatnot that I've even adopted your theory and use that just in time learning talk to students like in my course, because it's so much information and they get like analysis paralysis. You're just like stuck and you don't know what to focus on next that you just go, okay, well, what am I doing right now? I want to do my portfolio. So I'm going to go to my portfolio lesson. And I agree with you hundred percent. I also should have had a coach, coach, but I didn't know where to find anyone. And I would just do the same thing like you, like look on podcasts and go, small business podcast or writing podcast and just try to find whatever was out there, even if it was way over my head at the time. So I think too, just thinking about those three hours a week, like where can you fit those in? We said to and from work, like our commutes, um, walking the dog, whatever. You could also do it like 30 minutes at night before bed. If you're reading a new book or listening to a new book, right before bed, put it on and listen or read to calm yourself down anyway. And then you're also learning at the same time. Yes. So that takes us to our five hours of creating content. So working on your book or your course or your coaching package or whatever you're going to be selling on your writing that you're going to be, um, that you're doing. So this right here for me, what I did was I, I was writing a book. So I spent a lot of time content creating. Um, I spent, I, I don't, I'm just realizing now how much time I spent per week while I was still working full time because I would spend an hour every day. Um, I got up an hour before my kids did because that was the only time that I could do this. Most people think do it after work, but my brain was dead after work. Like after that commute or after working all day and making all these decisions, I had decision fatigue. My brain was tired. I wasn't able to do it. Plus, I had other responsibilities like making food for the kids, making sure their homework was done, helping them with their homework. So by the time that I was done with all that, it was I was realizing that I was just staring at a at the dock and just not typing anything and my brain was dead. But when I got up early, and I am not a morning person by any 
way, shape, or form. But when I made myself get up an hour early and put that hour in, it was amazing how much got done. But then on top of that, so that would have been five hours if I would have just got up Monday through Friday. But then on the weekends, Saturday was my day where I would put in usually between four and six hours of steady work. And then sometimes Sundays too. And sometimes I would give myself a break on Sunday. Janine, how did you do this? So building my business, creating content, whatnot, even for my clients, when I was a freelance writer, I did the same thing. I would get up an hour earlier before work and write some pieces for clients before I went into work. And you know what it did for me? It like, it made me excited to do my business. And then like, oh, now I have to go to work. Like I would realize like, oh, I really, really do like doing this and then have to pack it up and go into work. And I would be like, man, I wish I could just sit here all day and do this. So it made me really excited. When I wrote my book, I also did the same thing. I would take that hour in the morning um, before the kids woke up or before I went to work to do the the work on the book. And with the book, I got to a point where I was like sick of writing the book. I like didn't want to do it anymore. It was actually towards the end where you would think you'd be excited to do it, but I wasn't. I was just like, oh, I got to do the book again. But I would force myself in those mornings to do that. Also, when I was doing my course creation, I did all of the transcripts or points I needed to do in my videos in the morning before work. But then I would wait for my kids to go to school and I only recorded my videos during the day because I didn't want my tired voice on my, like, hey guys, welcome to the next lesson. <laughs> yeah, all tired. So I did know I had to have my energy you know, a little higher for the actual video recording, but I created all the content itself in that hour in the morning, always. So Janine, you bring up a really, a couple really good points there. One is for anybody who wants to write a book, you hit the wall and everybody right now I'm helping. We have a publishing company now among the many things that we do. And I'm helping some people to write for the first time. And everybody goes through it where you're like almost done. And you're just like, you don't want to even look at the book one more time. And everybody goes through that. But having a routine, having that routine where you just get up in the morning and you do it without even thinking, that's what gets you through. When you know, like, this is what I do every day at this time, this is what I do, it really helps you to get through that. So I just kind of wanted to throw that in there. And one thing um, I kind of wanted to bring up that we've done and we've noticed too is with our, so Jean and I, along with Avi, we do some coaching. And when we have our coaching clients, one of the things we notice is they just want to create their content. They want to get that thing, whether it's the coaching package or the book or the course or whatever they're doing, they want to get that thing made because they think that that's what their business is all about. One of the things we caution them about is making sure you're doing all of these and you're balanced because if you create the course, but you didn't do anything to brand it or market yourself, or then you basically have nobody to sell it to. So Janine, what you want to kind of expound on that a little bit? Yeah, that whole build it and they will come theory. Yeah, that doesn't exist, unfortunately. <laughs> but you do, you have to do some of the marketing. But I forgot to do um, in my five hours creating content, working on book courses, coaching packages, et cetera, the thing that I should have been doing. And I'm trying to think of what that could have been because I really think that waking up in the morning really did it for me. I guess there isn't anything because I created what I needed to create. Yeah, I think we both kind of nailed that one. I, I think we nailed that one. And on the flip side, though, there are people who spend a lot of time just creating, but then there are people who just spend a lot of time only reading, gathering new knowledge, and they never implement that. So any of these, and there's other ones that they just spend a lot of time marketing. 
and they don't know why they're marketing, but they're on Facebook and they're marketing and they've built a great brand, but they have nothing to sell. So they're never going to make any money with it. So as we go through each of these, that's why doing all of them is important and having a goal to strive for. It doesn't have to be exactly this amount of time, but this is a, this is a good formula for success. Okay. Now I'm going to let you read the next one. Well, just to piggyback off that, I think people do a lot of that, the reading, studying, gathering new knowledge. It's actually a trend out there now that I keep seeing. It's like, don't just keep reading all these business books or listening to all these business podcasts or whatever you're doing. What are you doing to implement all these things? Because I tell you, I have a whole bookshelf of books that I'm like, oh, that was really good. Oh, that was, and I really should be going back and looking and going, all right, now I need to actually implement this because what's the point of reading if you're not actually going to do anything about it? All right. So moving on to the four hours of working directly with clients. So I would do this um, when I first started out, I would actually connect with my clients or follow up with clients a lot on my weekend or day off, or sometimes if I had time in that morning before the kids woke up, or I would even check in at my lunch break if I had one at work to just say like, Hey, just, you know, following up, see if you guys got my last email or contract sign or whatever, just to check in. And how about you, Deanna? You know, when I see this one, I was always like, did I do that? How did I do that? I don't think I did that. But now I'm realizing that I did. So one of the things that I did right away was start an email list because I had heard that that during my three hours of reading, gathering new knowledge, um, I had heard that that was very important, that you needed to have customers and you needed to have people that were on an email list that were following what you did. So at first I was like, I don't think I'm really doing that. But then I realized I was because I was putting all the information that I was reading and I was writing on a website so that I could reach people. And I was, I wasn't working directly with clients, but I was, I was in a, in a different type of a way. And then I was also sending out an email once a week or maybe even a couple times a week. And so that was me and they would email back and we would talk and we would email back and forth. So it wasn't really working with clients because of course, when you're writing a book, you don't have a client to work with, but I was working with the people that would eventually buy my book and the people that would tell me whether I needed to work on something else, whether something that I did was on point or not on point and all of that. So that's what I would say there. Now, what do you, let's go back to what could we have done differently? Or did you think of anything? So working directly with clients, what I could have done differently. Oh, let's go back to another episode we did and delegation. I would probably have a VA gather the emails that were important and who I needed to respond to so that I can batch it in about 15 minutes and be done with it. How about you? Yeah. Thinking back um, of what I could have done differently, I think I could have spent more time actually engaging with those people. It was, you know, they were quick emails back and forth, but I don't know that I actually spent the four hours a week doing that. And I even though everything went well and it went really well, actually, I think I could have actually built more relationships, even maybe a little bit stronger if I had spent a little bit more time on that. But looking back, I'm I'm perfectly happy with the way things worked out, but that's probably something that I could have spent more time in if I wanted to. We'll be right back. You guys, I wrote a book and it's launched and I want you to check it out. Go over to Amazon, look for Savvy Nurse Writer. It'll come up right away, but it's called Savvy Nurse Writer, a nurse's blueprint for starting a profitable freelance health writing business. We have lots of reviews, all five stars, top new release in the first week it was launched. And 
I want to share with the world. So head on over to Amazon.com, search Savvy Nurse Writer and get your copy today. So our last one is those three hours of marketing, building your brand and your reputation. This one, I think for myself, I started with the social media side. I was writing things to promote myself as a writer. And I put that out on like LinkedIn and my website and whatnot. So that's where I delegated. I delegated social media because this was taking too much of my time and I needed to focus in on other areas. I also would use, you know, downtime anywhere I had to check in on Facebook groups or see what I might've missed somewhere else to where somebody might be looking for a writer. So marketing for myself, that's probably where I would do the most or um, pitching. I, I think that kind of falls underneath this marketing effort. So I would actually, when my son was little and went to preschool, if I didn't have any pieces to write at the time, that would be like my hour of power to prospect a ton of clients. So I would go to our local library. Like I had a choice. I could either drop him off at preschool, drive another 20 minutes home, boot up my computer there and do all that and then drive 20 minutes back. Or I could just take my laptop with me, go down the road for five, five minutes down the road, set up in the local library and go from there. And that's exactly what I did. So you also have to kind of think about sometimes where do you have downtime, right? How long are you in the line for your kid's school, you know, picking them up? How long are you just sitting? You know, there's times where you just notice you're sitting and you can usually make progress there by connecting with people on LinkedIn or whatever. So what would I have done differently in the marketing efforts to build my brand and reputation? I probably would have delegated the social media sooner than I did. So my marketing efforts at the beginning was really my email marketing, like getting people onto my email list and SEO as far as putting stuff on the website every couple of days. So I was constantly getting SEO, but then I also would put stuff on LinkedIn and that was something else that I did. One of the things that I think marketing, we make it sound so big and bad and scary, but I like relationship marketing. So like it kind of working the directly with clients and the marketing efforts to me at that point in my business were, was kind of the same thing because I didn't have a client that I was trying. I didn't have like a publisher that I was trying to get or anything like that. So for me, it was pretty much the same thing. But what's great is it's one of those things that you can do while you're like, you're picking your kid up, like Janine said at the school line and you're sitting there for 20 minutes and you can go on Facebook and you can look in the groups that are where your people are and you can answer questions that they may have. You can also at lunchtime, just be sitting kind of scrolling through Facebook and answering questions and doing those kind of things to kind of build a relationship, answering emails that people send, all of that kind of stuff. It doesn't take a lot of really, it's not like you have this to schedule out on your calendar. This is my 30 minutes that I'm going to use for this or my three hours that I'm going to do for this. That's one of the ones that, so they've made it so easy with apps on our phone and all of that for us to really kind of do that here and there throughout the day without having to set a timer unless you get lost on there and you can't get off once you get on. That's true. And, you know, I was just thinking too, when you mentioned um, relationship building, I wish because when my business really started to grow was right when the pandemic hit, 
I should have gone to, and this doesn't really fit in the three hours, but I should have gone to a conference. I never went to like a conference in this type of niche area. You know, I went to nursing conferences, but not, you know, online space stuff. So that would have been cool to go to some and meet different people just face to face. And Deanna and I probably would have met each other a lot sooner. Probably. That's where I met Abby. (laughs) Okay. So kind of recapping and going over this, I think um, I just want to make sure that we have spelled out where to find these this time. So I'm going to kind of go over these again. And this time I'm going to say when you might want to fit this into your day. So the three hours of reading, studying, and gathering new knowledge, we talked about that can be something that you do um, as you're driving back and forth. It could be 30 minutes at night before bed. It could be during your lunch hour. There's you know, because that's one of the biggest things we hear is I don't have time to start my business, but we, we're going to show you where to carve out these, the, these times from. So the three hours, like I said, since I was commuting, it was really easy. If you're not commuting, are you walking your dog? Are you vacuuming? Could you have a course or something playing while you're doing that? Janine? No. Yeah, exactly what you said. And the five hours when we're talking about creating content, working on your book, courses, coaching packages, an hour a week. We both said that this is exactly what we did before kids got up and before we went to work. That was the best time for our brains because it was the one we were the most alert. It might not be the same for you. You might have to figure out when your brain is most awake and you can do your most productive work. For us, it was in the morning, even though Deanna says she wasn't a morning person, she forced herself and eventually got to that point where she was a morning person to be able to create her content. Right. So this is something you can easily break it down into one hour a day for five days a week and you hit your five hours or you could do it on the weekend. You could just take a Saturday and say, okay, on Saturday, I'm going to take four hours, five hours, and I'm going to just work on that. Um, then we go into working directly with clients. That's something easy to do on your weekend or your day off. You know, as nurses, we're kind of lucky if you work a 12 hour shift and you have that extra day off during the week or, you know, you're working your three days, Janine. Yeah. And then with your marketing efforts, we said 30 minutes at lunchtime, jump in a Facebook group, whatever you have to do. If you do that 30 minutes at lunchtime, you'll cover those three hours pretty quickly. So talking about some action steps, we kind of gave you that right there. But I think the biggest thing for you guys to do is to write down a top piece of paper, 15 hours, and look at your week this week, because we all know nursing schedules are weird, and it's not going to be the same every single week. But start to look at your week this week, do the 15 hours, write down the three hours, five hours, four hours, and three hours, and fill in what you're going to do during each of those areas and see how it works out this week. Absolutely. and. Treat this time that you're putting in there like it's really precious time. So like if something happens, like your alarm doesn't go off, so you don't get your hour in, figure out where you're going to get it in later. Like this is something that you have to kind of really make a priority. So if something happens, try to reschedule it. Try not to skip it if you can. And I think one really important thing we want to leave you with today is make sure you're, even if it's not this exact formula and this exact 15 hours, make sure you're hitting all four of these every week, at least a portion. So like Janine says, write down in each of these categories, what do you need to do? And then when are you going to do it? Because like you said before, with coaching clients that we've had, it's often where we're kind of stuck in one area. And that's what we help people with is looking outside that area of just creating content. Well, how are you going to get it out there? And how and when to focus on the next right thing? 
Okay, I think we've done a great job of explaining how to find time to um, start your business. And again, you can always reach Janine and I um, at our websites, um, reach out to us, email. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.